Hi everybody, it's Lisa Murray here and tonight we're hanging out with one of my dearest friends, Kim Davis with Houston Family Magazine. Thank you for being here, Kim. We appreciate you being here. Kim and I have been friends for 20 years. We've been in business together. We've been in business side by side. Kim has the magazine and I've been her photographer for a very long time. And together we've shared all kinds of things as friends always do. And so we thought we'd let you into our little conversations tonight on Martini Talks and just see if you can glean any helpful gems from that as being a mom or entrepreneur and all the juggles that we all have to go through as mothers and family members and all of that jazz. So Kim, talk to me. How have you been? Mm. Well, life has been different. Very different. Very different lately. And, you know, Houston family's been around for over 30 years now. Mm -hmm. And obviously we've seen lots of tragedy and lots of triumph over the years. Mm -hmm. You know, when I got hired originally back in the day, I mean, 9-11 happened that year. Mm -hmm. So I felt like, okay, got that out of the way, you know, survived 9-11, what worst thing could possibly happen? You know, the funny thing that you said when you said that to me that made me think about it, all the travel agents, you know, I've got the travel agency, that's the very first thing that they started talking about was, mm -hmm. we got through 9-11, we can get through this, mm -hmm. we got through it, we can get through it again, because it just flips right. the script on everybody. everybody. Yeah, what's different this go-round is... You know, back then, it was just the states, mm -hmm. right? But everybody was still here living their lives mm -hmm. day to day, a little with trepidation, of course. Right. But we were still able to function on a global, Normal, yeah, yeah. On a global level. You know, we were under, under advisement, and everybody was definitely sticking closer to home, but you were still able to function. And today... We're not able to function, you know, not normally. So I think that that's, that's been the major adjustment. Because at first I was like, you know, it's, it's fine. We survived Harvey. We survived Ike. We've survived the recession. We've survived 9-11. You know, it's just something else we're going to, you know, talk about in a few years and say, you know. We, we survived past, it. Yeah, we got past that too. Um, but this is so very different because mm -hmm. it nobody's exempt from it i mean it's affecting everybody across the board mm -hmm. doesn't matter if you're old young you know rich, rich or poor, poor if if you're gonna get it you're gonna get it mm -hmm. and depending on your makeup depends on what's gonna happen mm -hmm. so i think that that's that's and it's really scary because there is no way to ultimately avoid it everybody's going to be exposed to it at some mm -hmm. point in time so i think that you know trying to navigate that as a parent and how you communicate with your kids, how you navigate that as a business owner mm -hmm. and with your clients or your, your employees and how you see past everything because as a business owner, you have to have that vision. As a parent, you have to have that vision of, okay, how do we get past this? Mm -hmm. How do we get to tomorrow? And I think that, you know, nobody knows. No. And I thought for sure in March when we registered, well, we registered before March, but when we were registered for the SAT, because you know, James Edwards is a senior this year, right. will be in the fall, that when they changed it or canceled it or whatever it was, I thought, oh, you know, that's okay, we'll just pick it up in another two months. Yeah, it's just a blip. 
um, now we're not starting our senior year in high school in high school. We're starting our senior year in high school at homeschool, mm-hmm. which, as you already know, with me, is not a big deal. Right. Um, but for, for a lot of people, it it's for you. <laughs> it is for you. It's for a lot of people. Yeah. The comfort level of being able to work from home and being at home and constantly being at home and really pushing through everything that you need to do in your daily life from home is as you know well you know you know me yeah it's been my my normal yeah but for most people it's not no and for me as now a single mom it's even more challenging because everything that we do is tied up with the magazine Mm -hmm. and having to deal with a child that's got severe ADHD and has issues anyway with learning it's complicated it's very complicated and you know trying to spend the time with him that he needs to help him understand the lessons and understand the instructions without the teacher without the teacher without any support whatsoever is is a big challenge Mm -hmm. and it was tough I mean sixth grade was tough to get through so now a bunch of my friends and I are, are talking and it's like you know do you homeschool you go back to private school you know well but here we are at private school and we're not going to be right I mean and now granted granted and for those of you that don't know I mean my children have gone to a a private school that is Episcopalian Christian based and is part homeschool part homeschool I mean they go to school three days a week and then they're homeschooled the other two but we're still we're still on our own a lot in terms of education and the lesson plan and granted at 17 and turning in a senior it's not the same as it was in third grade but it was it's not been easy but it's it's doable but it's it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot for anybody it is it's a lot to handle and depending on the needs of your child or the interests you know what they're interested in or maybe they're beyond you you know, maybe they've gotten to, they're in middle school and maybe you never took algebra and maybe you never took calculus or whatever they're yeah. into. Yeah. And you, you can't help them. Like you literally can't help them. And we haven't seen our tutor. We've had a tutor come for years in math because, mm-hmm. you know, we're so slanted in the arts and both the children have always been slanted in the arts and James Edwards okay but we've always had a tutor in math to even just sort of even out the score just kind of make mm-hmm. sure he knew it and we haven't seen our tutor since all this started and yeah. the last of the school year we got through it and he passed mm-hmm. and he passed with like I think B minus or something it wasn't the A he would have gotten if he'd had that help but right. I think about how many students are going to go through school struggle. and yeah. it's going to be a real struggle yeah so I think I think the biggest challenge and what I hear most from my clients as well as you know my friends is is just you know having the strength and being able to have that base whether it's faith or whether it's family but having that base to pull from Mm -hmm. to know it's going to be okay we're going to figure it out you don't but we don't know what it looks like no there's no game plan there's no roadmap and and there's no end no and that's the thing that's sort of it's interesting whenever you talk about psychology and people that go crazy there's certain triggers Mm -hmm. and this epidemic pandemic whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. in any way you want to 
shape it. Apocalypse. <laughs> it is. It triggers. It's triggering a lot of things because you don't know when you're going to be out of it. When you know when you're going to be out of something, it's a whole lot easier to deal with it, even if it's really crappy. Yeah. But not having any clue, like when are we going to be able to go out and not have to wear a mask? When are we going to be able to get on an airplane and fly to Europe? When are we going to be able to be in the beach and be right next to somebody that we enjoy being with and hanging out with and not worry that they went to a restaurant two weeks ago and picked it up? I mean, like, when is that going to happen? And there's no And we don't know. Yeah, there's Mm -hmm. no answer because, you know, it keeps mutating and it keeps changing and it's going to keep changing. So... You know, there, there is no easy answer other than, you know, everybody quarantines and that's not sustainable for our society as a whole or our economy. So I think that that's, that's really the, the biggest challenge because you're right. There are a lot of people that just can't cope with this situation. Yeah. And I think what's even scarier is, you know, where do they get the help? You know, they've got to, from what I can see, they've got to find their village Mm -hmm. and whatever that village looks like. Right. But they've got to have that village. Yeah. Because you can't, you can't get through this by yourself. No. And I think that's lesson one is forget about, you know, putting on a strong face and forget about, you know, holding it up, you know, holding the world up by your, by yourself. Mm -hmm. That, that would be lesson one reach out to your family reach out to your friends and if you can't you know come and see them then zoom them or skype or facetime or whatever you got to do i know i mean like and what's interesting too is that this particular well a lot of things have happened that's interesting with the situation that we're in i've seen a lot of people freak out Mm -hmm. i've seen a lot of people turn inward and get really good at uh discussions with the god Mm -hmm. whatever god that looks like for them but like people have really turned to their faith and they've gotten really introspectively meditative in places that they just didn't have time maybe to do that now they've got so much time they're just trying to figure out stuff um some are starting new businesses Mm -hmm. some are trying to figure out how to do what they've been doing in a whole new way yeah we talked about it in this issue yeah i think it was this july issue we talked about you know trade school Mm -hmm. because if you look around you know who are the people are still working your ac goes you you gotta get that fixed exactly especially if you're in houston yeah (laughs) ain't nobody gonna be living in 100 degree (laughs) houses people i know i got viewers all over the world but let me just share with you somebody sent me a message asking me what the weather was like from Australia this week. And I said, hot. uh, hot. It's really hot. <laughs> it is hot. You see this tan, my yeah. friends? It's because I've been in the garden and yes. it's not, it's not nice outside. No. But you're right. I mean, if you think about, and I'm not talking about food, essential workers. I'm talking about what you said. I mean, like the stuff that people used to, well, I hate to say it, but kind of snub their nose at that. Yeah. But the welders and the AC and the electrical and the plumbers Mm -hmm. and the irrigation systems. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they are. You know, those office workers aren't working. Nope. The bar and restaurant people aren't necessarily working. But, you know, who else is. They are working. working. They're all working. They're busier than ever. Right. You know, because everybody's at home and they're like, oh, well, let's remodel. 
let's call a contractor and get a contractor out here because I always wanted to turn my kitchen into a blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Whatever. So, you know, you start to look at things a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the travel industry, which has always been huge, as you know, you know, now everybody's looking at, okay, well, road trip. Well, I, how far can I go? I don't want to go too far away because I want to be close to home if the world goes sideways again and I need to get home. Yep. So maybe three, four hour radius, where can I go? You know, RV sales are up. Absolutely. You know, because people are like, okay, I can control my environment. Yeah, who wants to stay in a hotel whenever you know that it's clean if you've been in, yeah. in an RV then you've gotten you your fingers on... Park, yeah, you know, yeah. Out in Mother Nature, yeah. you know. So I, I just think that it's, it's very interesting that everybody's taking a step back. I think that's a good thing. The positive side of this, I try to look at the positive side. Right. The positive side is, one, people are spending more time with their family. That's always a good thing. Mm-hmm. Two, they're looking at their lives, like you said, inward, trying to be introspective. Three, trying to figure out new ways to do things, mm-hmm. which is always good for the mm-hmm. economy. Shake things up a little bit, not a bad thing. And four, you know, really looking at community mm-hmm. and tying back in with friends or tying in with other businesses that you can partner with, mm-hmm. that you can help each other out. I mm-hmm. think it's brought out a lot of good in people. I see a lot of my friends that are going out and bringing food to the, you know, first responders. Right. Bringing it down to the hospitals, trying to help out mm-hmm. in any way that they can because they have the time and they can do that. Um and I think that that also gives me hope. Mm-hmm. You know, that the fact that there is good that's coming out of this. Again, we don't know when it's going to end. I know. I know. But it is something good that's going to come out of it. What I would love to see, and I'm hoping is a byproduct of, of this, is, you know, when we were kids, you know, summer was summer. Right. You can go to camp. You you didn't go anywhere. Mm-mm. You hung out in your neighborhood, and that was that was what was so exciting. And you had slumber parties and sleepovers, and camped out in the backyard, and you know, chased bugs or whatever it was that you were doing. Yeah, built you spent forts. a lot of time outside. Yeah, built forts, played basketball. You know, rode rode your bike everywhere. Went swimming in the lake, whatever. And kids these days, you know, have to be entertained. Well, I have to take them to camp. Or I have to take them, you know, I have to rent a, you know, slip and slide, you know. Or they've got a whole itinerary yeah. of all these things that they have to accomplish during the summer. Like they must learn to swim. They must learn to paint. They must learn a second language. Right. Or whatever. There's and a lot of like, families that are like that too. They've got a whole school, of, after the school's done, a whole itinerary of school for them for the whole summer. Yeah. And, and not knocking them. If that's your thing, that's fine. But I think that because you can't go as many places and because you can't do as many things because maybe you're down to a one income family right or maybe you're on unemployment so you can't afford to do all those things that you used to do so you're having to find those simple things Mm -hmm. you know board games one of my writers wrote this great thing this great article that we're going to publish about um you know what board games can teach your kids Mm -hmm. and how much you actually learn by playing a board game. And you don't think about it because right. again, it was just a thing a board that we game. did yeah. when we were kids. 
but you have to get along with others. You have to negotiate. You have to strategize. There's normally math involved on some level, mm-hmm. you know, and all the things that, you know, it triggers in your brain. Mm-hmm. And I was like, brilliant article mm-hmm. it's wonderful i've been doing this for 20 years i've never had a writer write that so that was that's always that's great. refreshing yes it's very refreshing because most of the stuff i get pitched is not always refreshing so um that was really interesting so i think that again you know teaching our kids to slow down a little bit mm-hmm. and i have to tell my son constantly to get, you know stay away from electronic devices no tiny screens no big screens no electronics. If you have to plug it in, I don't want you dealing with it. Right. And that's a huge challenge for a 12-year-old to yeah, a 13-year-old boy. And it's also hard if you're working at home like you are and I am. Not for me as much now as it is for you right now. But when you were here, and Kim was with me for many, many years. I've never thought of Kim as an employee, but we were. she was working with me. Um, and Victoria Ann was little. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't be a day that would go by that we wouldn't have her interrupt, 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 oh, interrupt, yeah. because that's what children do. Yeah. So I cannot even imagine for <laughs> someone who's trying to do their business from home. Run a magazine. It's fun. It's, it's fun, people. It's not really easy to fun. juggle all of that. But yeah. to keep them off of electronics, when oftentimes electronics is the easiest babysitter to have. Mm-hmm. Well, the sad thing is, and this is the God's honest truth. The saddest part is that that's his only social interaction with his friends. Because he's playing with all his friends that well, he went to school with. And I'm going to tell you something else, Kim. So I don't even know how long it's been, right? So James Edward's 17. So we've never not let him have a computer in his room from the time that he was old enough to want one in there. He's had one in there. And, and I have watched and I had software installed that... Um, and hopefully he's not going to edit this video and find out about that, guys, Um, that would let me know if somebody that was not supposed to be talking to him would be talking to him so that I could step in and intervene. But he's got a whole group of kids that he is friends with that are from all over the world, Mm -hmm. and each weekend he hosts or one of them hosts a movie night Mm -hmm. or a Monopoly or uh, Scrabble, Mm -hmm. and they're doing and have been doing in their little community all over the world. He's got lots of friends that are not here. They're in Europe, Mm -hmm. and I used to fuss at him because on the weekends, he would be up until like 2 and 3 and 4 in the morning. He's like, but mom, my friends are not here. My kids that I hang out with are across the pond. So if he's able to socialize with his friends, and that's the only way we can right now, It's not necessarily a bad thing for a little bit. No, it's not. And I have another another writer who's doing an article for me talking about the fact that, okay, yes, five years ago, being on the computer and all of that was very different because Mm -hmm. it wasn't social. And if it was, it was creepy social. Creepy, yeah. So now the way that the gaming system is set up, I mean, it's that's all they do is they, they just I listen. And they're just all, you know, trash talking each other and Mm -hmm. all talking, you know, about different things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, every once in a while I'll hear something about, oh, well, did you know that William likes, you know, Lucy or whatever? And, you know, that's what they're talking about. So it's the version of a sleepover. Yeah. In a different format. Or a play date. Yeah. But it's virtual. And so especially now, especially since they're so quarantined in, in my house, he's an only child because my daughter's much older 
So he doesn't have anybody to hang out with. I mean, he can hang out with me, but you know, it's, yeah, you're not that. You're not that cool. Exciting anymore that you know he's going to be thirteen. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not the the sun and the moon anymore. No, and that's okay. Yeah, but um, it's 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 really really hard Mm -hmm. because it breaks my heart. You know, because I want him to have friends because it's so important. It is. And but yet that's that's the best it can be right now. Mm-hmm. And it's just. It but you know what, Kim? The other thing that's so funny is that in all of this, you know, I don't, you know, because you've been here. I have so many clients. In all of this, many of them, like it is in any business, I'm sure, don't keep up with each other. They don't mm-hmm. keep up with you or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's been like this core group of girls, women, mothers, family, client, whatever. And there's like, if they don't hear from me or they don't text me within like two to three days, Mm -hmm. they're checking in. What are you doing? How are you doing? Mm -hmm. What are you doing? How are you doing? How are you feeling? How's it going? Da, 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 da. There's like this become this social network that honestly Mm -hmm. is closer today than it was before COVID. And the other thing that was funny that happened was all these people from North Carolina that we have not seen, spoken to, or had anything to do with. I mean, we just didn't, not because we didn't want to, it's just life happened and you move away, you get married and you're in a different state and you have children and you're, you're gone. You're, you're living your life and life happens. And they got together. Somehow they got connected on Facebook. And then one of them put together a Zoom. And now we have a weekly sit down sometimes everybody's there sometimes three people are there (laughs) sometimes two of them are there sometimes all of us are there and three of them are already shot three sheets to the breeze (laughs) because they started drinking way before we started the talk um but i have been amazed at i am better today in my mental capacity and and how i feel about friends and than i was before all this happened it's been a good thing definitely the positive side of it and and a bunch of my girlfriends have said the same thing they were not looking forward part of them was not looking forward to the world getting back to normal yeah because they were so enjoying their families yeah and so enjoying slowing down yeah major because it was like you know a hundred miles an hour to zero And not only that, but, you know, since you were here, you remember, life was crazy. I mean, we had every day packed. We had 10 shoots a day, seven days a week. We had a lot going on. We had so much going on, didn't even know our heads from our tails in terms of trying to find something to eat. I mean, life was definitely different. And it's it's slowed down considerably over the years especially since 2008 and and with the iPhones as well people are taking more pictures but it's one of those things where you realize you you begin to realize slowly maybe not for some is maybe a little bit quicker than for others who knows but what's important yes. and you know you were talking about playing video games and you're talking about playing board games and you know, James Edwards tried to teach me how to play chess, and chess is not an easy game to play. And um, it's one of those games that makes you really think hard. And mm-hmm. he has me on some 
program on my iPhone that shows me where to move the chess pieces and he's trying <laughs> That's to, what I would need. He's trying to give sure. me a little tutoring on that yes. so that I don't bore him half to death because I'm sitting there across the board game with him. I'm like, okay, what's the next move supposed to be? You're supposed to be teaching me how to do this, right? And he's like, you're just supposed to know, Mom. I'm like, I don't know. I've never played the game. I've never taken the time to play the game. Mm-hmm. The other thing I never took the time to do before all this was smell the roses. And, you know, I preach about that all the time in my column, but I never did it. And I was too busy and I spent a lot of time uh, chasing the dollar and and I'm glad I did you know I love that I don't know anybody that doesn't love making money Mm -hmm. but it's a lot of what you end up not only that you end up looking back on your life without stopping and when you don't stop and then all you've done is that you wake up and your life is gone yeah you know you wake up and your life is gone and and i've shared with many of you and 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 all of my viewers know about the whole heart situation and what happened back in in uh, december and in and in february with the stents and multiple heart attacks and that's a wake-up call to be told by your doctor you've had countless heart attacks quote and never knew it it, tells you that you were on a a little too fast a little too fast fast. i've been telling you that for years yeah you have uh and so this this has really made me stop and say you know what i remember and and i don't even know if i even told you this daddy was a painter and and i'm amazed that mother uh mother also was a painter and in this room and you guys can't see it but in this room i've got several different small paintings that she did and she didn't live very long she lived for she was she got killed at 31 and there was a handful of of things that we've got that she made and thankfully i've got them and they're safe um but daddy always would go buy art supplies and then he would plan to go sit down and do a painting and then he'd get busy and he would go back to the hospital and he would go back to delivering babies and then he got too sick to deliver babies and then before you knew it he's gone gone. Mm -hmm. and so I am determined because of what's happened here because of what's happened to me because of me just acknowledging what is important friends family love compassion doing what you love leaving a legacy that it's not always about making money. Yeah. It's a whole lot more about really stopping because you can't forgot what the saying is. You know, you can spend your whole life making money and look back and your your whole life is gone or something. I don't remember the net, the quote, but but that's where I was. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you have to find the joy in your in your day to day, right? You find your joy in your moments because. I mean, the biggest thing you're talking about legacy is, you know, our kids are a legacy, right? They're the ones that are going to carry on. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that are going to, you know, take it to the next level and, and pass it on to their generations. And, you know, actions speak louder than words, right? So if you're not living that joy and living that truth, then how are they supposed to find their truth and their joy they yeah, can't they can't and especially given the circumstances mm-hmm. we're all they're seeing we're it they're we're here 24 7 so if if we're not finding some glimmer in our day mm-hmm. that's bringing that to us then how are they going to do that i know and 
I think that the skills that you learn when you take it back down to the core, when you, when you go right back down to the core and you say, this is what's the most important thing. What is the most important thing? Mm-hmm. That's why you're finding people who, I don't know if in your circle, your inner circle, I'm a part of your inner circle, but your inner circle, you know, it's faith. It's simple. Mm-hmm. It's not complicated. No. It's not fancy cars. Hell, you know me 10 years ago, you know me. I would have just been a pig in slop, thrilled to pieces to get a brand new Louis Vuitton. Mm-hmm. That was like the goal, right? Mm-hmm. Girls, y'all know that was the goal. <laughs> she had lots of Louis. But I still do. But if you ask me today what I want right now, mm-hmm. I want some good compost. <laughs> I want some really good seeds. I want a bunch of different heirlooms that can't be grown or bought from the store stuff that I have to grow with my own hands and water and tend to daily and have the patience to watch it grow and the patience to be careful that it doesn't die Mm -hmm. and to tend and tend and tend and then that satisfaction of that plant that was this big of a seed turning into something bigger than me and producing food is yeah is like as rewarding Mm -hmm. as any photo I've ever taken you know, I mean, I've done a lot of art, and you know that. I mean, you've helped me sell a lot of it. But you know what I mean? I mean, like, it's... And that tomato plant will be gone at the end of the season. But it just makes you think about the whole thing. The whole thing. Circle of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it is amazing. And, and I think that for everybody, it's, it's again, finding whatever that that is. And I think the other thing that's a byproduct is, you know everybody trying to be more healthy and that's that's a good thing mm-hmm. you know the, the conversations that I have with my family and, and my son who doesn't like to be healthy you know he, he wants to eat as much junk as possible well sure because he's 12 rather do that than anything but you know having the conversation that okay you don't want to get sick so you know how you don't get sick you eat healthy you have to be healthy. Yeah. How, how are you healthy? You have to eat healthy. You have to sleep and not go to bed at 2 o'clock in the morning because you want to game with your friends all night. But you have to get sleep. There has to be some balance. Mm-hmm. You have to you know, be outside in the fresh air and run around a little bit and swim in the pool or what have you. And you have to do some stuff mm-hmm. that's, that's good for you. Mm-hmm. And then you can do whatever else you want to do. But um, I think that 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 balance and that being healthy and everybody again thinking about that Mm -hmm. is got to be good Mm -hmm. it's got to be good for us as a community it's got to be better for you know the supermarkets they've got to take notice of that they've got to you know look at standards that are out there and i think that that's a good thing I think that all of us should expect that. Mm-hmm. We should be shopping at the farmer's markets and shopping local. And or planting a garden. Or planting a I garden. mean, I don't know how often, I don't know if you guys watch this, and I'm not getting endorsed, I'm endorsing it, but I'm not getting paid by them. But I have watched since I was a child this Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I love that show. It's probably one of the best shows that's ever been produced, ever. Certainly in regular television, ABC, NBC, CBS, whatever. But it is a, a great show that has, you know, all the art. It gives you all the crap you need to know for the day. You've got your intro with the weather and the whatever has happened in the world. But 
there are specific segments that have to do with typically artists. Mm -hmm. And this last Sunday, Martha Stewart was on there, and I just, you know, think the world of her and her garden Mm -hmm. and how she's planted trees for all the people in her family who have died. And some of these trees are way big, huge. I mean, she's planted, like, I think she said over 14,000 trees in the last almost 20 years of being at the farm there in Connecticut. And just leaving that mm-hmm. for the environment, I mean, is a huge thing. But her, And her gardener is so funny. Her gardener stayed there, I think we're at 95 days or something post-COVID announcement mm-hmm. and he never left her side and makes me reminds me of, of me and Sergio here because they've never left mine I keep add more flower beds and add more stuff to do to fix this and change that and organize this and stuff we never got around to do it and they all just nod their heads okay let's go let's do it because they yeah. know what else you gonna do right what else you gonna do but I don't know I just think all of us at the end of the day when we go back and we look at this in the uh, post yeah it's not going to be something that we look back on and tell our children's children or if we live that long to do that. But I don't think James Edward, I think James Edward will remember. I didn't get to take the SAT. I think James Edward will remember he didn't have a normal senior year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he'll also look back and be so grateful for having the time to watch the movies with us, to push me to do the YouTube to help me with the video, even though sometimes he fusses about having to do the editing. But mm-hmm. still, he will have had the time with us that most kids don't get yeah no and and i think that's what it is it's that collaborative contribution to whatever your family goals are is what is key to this time Mm -hmm. and if you're health nuts and you're all out jogging or riding bikes that's great good luck to that in the Texas heat. Yeah. Cheers to that. Good luck. Well, cheers to that because that's good luck to that because it's 110 degrees outside yeah. in Houston, Texas. I'm they're, sorry. They're very healthy. But this girl is not going to be doing no ding dang bicycling in the Texas sun. I'm not doing that. No. Yeah, you can be out gardening. I'll Texas stand and hold some water over some yeah. flowers, but yeah. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be exerting myself. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I might have another. You to have any more I might attacks. have another yeah. unknown heart attack. For all yeah. we know, yeah. Yeah. we don't want that. That would be bad. That would not be a good thing. No, Brian will never talk to me. No. <laughs> well, I just think that all of us have got a lot of stuff that we've been able to work through, and a lot of stuff that we might not have even thought we needed to work through. Right. And that's been the biggest surprise of all is that you know, for me, I had not even thought about it. Like I was just ninety miles busy. an hour. And, and now I'm like, you know, drawing again, I'm Mm -hmm. creating, I'm no matter what's going on, I'm figuring it out. You know, I'm not going to be able to do what I've been doing the way I've done it before. I never will again. I don't think I'll ever, I don't think we'll ever have what we had the way we had it before. I think that my life will always be in many ways, like you said, when we first started talking Mm 9-11 and after 9-11. And I think that for a lot of us, if not everyone in the whole wide world, because we're all in this one together, mm-hmm. is this is going to be a world that's post-COVID. Yeah. Absolutely. And we'll be talking about it, and they'll be talking about it way long after we're gone. Yeah, well, look at the, what was it, the Spanish flu in 1918? Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about now, how they, you know, got through that. Mm-hmm. So, 100 years later, we're talking about it. Yep. Yeah. In a hundred years. And it's still... They'll be talking about this. Exactly. Yeah. 
So, well, I hope you guys have gleaned a little bit of inspiration, maybe even picked up a couple of nuggets, I don't know, along the way. Me and Kim have been friends for so long, we could sit here and talk to you guys all <laughs> night. Not kidding. Not I want to thank you. Not kidding at all. We have talked and will continue to all night. <laughs> but anyway, I want to thank you. Cheers to you again. Thank you for being here for Martini Talks. And thank you. we will see you guys next week. Take care.